Welcome to Tina, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world. If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella. And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back. Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you. Friends are important to all of us, and it is a key part of most people's lives and happiness. Yet this type of relationship is often overlooked and not prioritized. This week, we will discuss the importance of friendships. So I think the best way to start this is to break down friendship into different parts. Say the start of it, the middle of it, and the end of it. I know it's like kind of, yeah, like it's sad, but everything ends. It's normal. <laughs> Nobody say that it cannot start again. For sure, for sure. So I think the start of friendship is actually something very interesting. Because compared to other type of relationships, friendship is completely voluntary. And the fact that two people choose to be friends and spend time together is just a fascinating idea. Because like you, you choose to spend time with this person, just like I'm choosing my time to spend with you right now like <laughs> like you cannot choose family. why does that sound so bad <laughs> like you cannot choose family but you can choose friends and it is this very nature that it made that makes friendships so interesting because mm-hmm. because you can choose not to be with this person and there is no legal binding mm-hmm. second of all unlike marriage so if you're in a marriage, you're legally binded. See, if you're in a marriage, you cannot just leave. You know, it's like you can't just get upset on something and walk out the door and never come back. I mean, technically you can. It's your freedom. But there is still the legal side of it. You have to get through the divorce. Mm-hmm. But you don't need a divorce if you want to get out of a friendship. Mm-hmm. So the voluntary part makes friendships so special and different from other types of relationship i would say because you're not forced to be in a friendship i mean sometimes you are like work friends school friends (laughs) other types of friends but generally speaking it is your choice that is true Hmm. that is true but what about like couples like you know boyfriends and girlfriends that's basically voluntary too Yes, but also no, because you have this special um, monogamy relationship. That's why I think the start of friendship is crazy in a way, because you just see someone and you're like, okay, I'm interested in being friends with this person. So let's Mm -hmm. start talking. Mm -hmm. Like out of nowhere. I mean, not truly out of nowhere, but this relationship, it's built on nothing. Mm -hmm. You could have common interests. You You could have common background. But you're not related. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just start talking to this person and you guys can develop some kind of dependency mm-hmm. over time. I think what you just said is really interesting. And it's the fact that a lot of people treat friendships as something so important. Like for like for you, example, you don't you 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 have family and you focus a lot of your time like with friends too, like what we're doing right now. And this friendship is really important. 
And I would say if like you develop a very close relationship with this person, like this friendship is basically like family. And like you said, it's all based out of nothing. And it started with nothing. And it's really interesting how you just get so close with a person that you're not related in any sorts of ways. Um, when I'm thinking of start of the friendship, I'm actually thinking of the start of friendship after we are, like, after we graduate from school of any kind. Because in school, we're forced to see each other in a way, mm-hmm. kind of forced. But when we're out of school, we don't really, like, need to see anyone. I mean, we need to go to work, assuming that you're going to work. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to work. Mm-hmm. But, like, assuming you're going to work, you're going to see your colleagues, you're going to see someone, but you don't really need to be friends with them. Mm -hmm. You can just maintain a professional relationship. Mm -hmm. So what I'm thinking is, how do we meet people after we graduate? Yeah, that that is pretty interesting since you are not obligated to stay in one environment uh, and actually have to connect with another person. You are not restricted to a an environment, a space for that you have to actually connect with other people. And I think this is a lot of problems like people uh for people who just graduated college, like how did they make new friends or how did they you know, meet people, mm-hmm, not just mm-hmm. like work friends, but meet people that are actually going to connect with you like in your personal life. I mean, it it really is fascinating cuz in a lot of like movies or TV shows, which are mostly fictional, I know, but sometimes people just like meet other people in a restaurant or mm-hmm. online, which is like very random. But I'm interested to find out how that works because I think it is something that we all need to learn how to do. Mm-hmm, for sure. And I mean, we can't just keep our college friends or high school friends forever. Not that we can't be friends with them anymore. It's just that I feel like in life, you need some friends that are actually close to you. Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. that you can see every week or something. Mm-hmm. Considering the fact that you're not already married and have a family. Mm-hmm. Um, which is another topic that we need to get into. Is friendship after having a family. Yeah, I think this is actually pretty interesting. Like for my parents, let's say. Uh, like... My parents still connect to their, like, middle school, high school, college friends. And I think, oh, just one thing that I find pretty interesting, those friends that you make after college or after, like, your school life is over, they're less authentic, I I would say. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. But, like, Mm -hmm. you can't really know. Mm Mm-hmm. I think... Like, that, that is interesting. Like, you said, making friends outside, like, talking to a person at a restaurant. Like, I think it's really important that you start out making friends, knowing each other, knowing each other as strangers or knowing each other as, like, nothing. Because if you meet someone through, like, a work meeting, you guys have this, like, professional thing going on like you have to be very respectful to the other person but when you're just meeting a stranger in a restaurant you don't have that restrictions you don't have you don't have to do that because they're just a stranger and that develops a more authentic friendship i feel like and i think that's also the thing with school because 
you're making friends with your classmates and when you're at that time you're you're not like a person of success you're not a person who has great wealth that people have to respect you or they have to make friends with you because you give them benefits like networking kind of benefits but yeah so like those friendships are more authentic than those that you see in other settings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think that's the main thing though like benefits between people but i think there is a fine line between like um using someone and just asking for a favor mm-hmm. because friends do help each other out mm-hmm. like it's so normal but like to what extent can you say that oh this person is only being friends with me for the benefits that they're getting so maybe i do say i'm a photographer right Mm -hmm. and i have this friend and he keeps asking me to take his headshot or something like Mm -hmm. do i feel like i'm being used Mm -hmm. i mean that person could be like a real estate agent and doesn't give me a discount on the house purchase (laughs) but i mean that that's not necessary Uh uh but I feel like sometimes these type of things are so nuanced and hard to look into just because you don't really know the intention of that person. Maybe that person is just not mindful of it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's for sure. And I think this is something that should be like if, if like you're doing a favor for your friend and that person doesn't return the favor and you guys are close friends, that doesn't matter. But if you think that it matters, like communication here is really important. And this other thing that my mom told me the other day, uh, like my dentist is her friend. So like she became friends with that, uh, with, with her friend. And then I started going to her for like, for my teeth and stuff. And like, we don't have to actually make appointments. We just have to like tell the dentist and the dentist would like slot us in, even though she has like a super busy schedule. And she was just telling, my mom was just telling me about like having, keeping credits for yourself. It's like you have to offer an amount of favors that, so that you could get benefits from this person as well. Like, I think this is super important. And I I think it's also a part of networking if you look at it more professionally. But if you guys are like super close friends, I don't think this type of thing would matter as long as. You guys are still having like a non-toxic relationship. Yeah, see, that's the thing that I'm talking about. Like, you need to return favor. And thinking about that just makes me feel kind of weird. Like, you're just in it for the transaction. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it depends. Because, like, what kind of favor are you asking? Like, if it's a close friend, you wouldn't ask your close friend to, I don't know. Okay, you would ask your close friend to look after your pets when you're out of the country, but you wouldn't ask your professional friend to do that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like having a dentist friend and thinking the fact that, oh, this person is slotting me in, so I probably should return something. I mean, it's normal that you think that you should return something, but it's like the mindset, you know? No, I think the mindset is fine. It's just the fact when you... It's just when you say it out loud, it sounds weird. Like, don't... There's a lot of things that you can't say out loud, okay? But when you actually do, it sounds really weird. And 
feels like that person's being used or being like manipulated kind of not not really but like when you say it out loud it sounds bad kind of kind of yeah so don't say it out loud <laughs> i think it's interesting just like how people think things that way mm-hmm. but i mean i do get it it's like when i'm doing a favor for someone i would want that favor returned mm-hmm. i don't want to think of it as in leverage over that person you it doesn't have to be right no so i i okay i think what i was trying to say is that i think doing favors are fine but using it as a leverage just makes this relationship into more like a transaction okay yeah that makes sense now that we've talked about um this aspect of friendship we're gonna talk about some activities between friends and the end of friendship after the break Welcome back. Now we're going to talk about activities for friends. Yay! So I think some activities for friends to do, well, obviously eating, um, hiking, maybe. What? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just like saying things that are very universal. But I think with every friend, you would have something to do with them just Mm -hmm. because you probably have a common interest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't think a friendship is going to work without any common interest or yeah i think that's like without anything in common Mm -hmm. it would be cool to meet someone like you have nothing in common Mm -hmm. but like would you guys really click because you literally have nothing to talk about but also at the same time you have everything to talk about that's true like if you don't agree with a person on anything you you can argue with this person all day and all night (laughs) i mean it doesn't have to be an argument yeah but it could just be like a talking like about the difference in opinions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that could be interesting and i think like talking is the key part of friendship just because it's what people always do or like communicating and i think why talking is so important is just because you need to have conversations with people and the exchange of ideas basically agreed and i feel like that kind of is the key part of, you know, hanging out or making friends is having conversations with them. I mean, what's the point of hanging out with a person if you're just not going to talk? Like, you're you're hanging out with a person because you like that person's ideas. You like that person's, like, I don't know. Just, you, you like that person for being that person. And that person cannot be that person if that person doesn't talk. Do you get what I mean? Like, it could literally be anyone sitting next to you. Yeah, yeah, for most people. I mean, unless that person can't talk. I mean, there there has to be some type of communication. And through that communication, you could tell, like, what you like about this person. And it would just be weird if you don't communicate and you still, like, hang out with this person. Like, that's weird. Unless you just want to, like, not talk and build a relationship on that for, like, eight years. <laughs> I mean, it cannot be, like, strictly not talking, but it can be, like, a moment of silence, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. But, yeah, I totally agree with what you said. I think, like, most, most of the time, when I want to hang out with someone, it doesn't matter what we're doing. Like, of course, sometimes I want to go to a movie. 
then that's like an exception. Or you, I, I say, okay, I want to go try this restaurant. But like most of the time, I don't care what we're doing.、Mm-hmm. Like the 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 main purpose of going out with this person or hang out with them is just to be around them. Yeah, exactly. Totally get it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I think when you've developed a like you you've created a foundation for your friendship, and that you guys now you guys are more I don't know, concrete. I don't know. It's it's like a more like a strong relationship. You basically don't have to do anything to occupy their like the time that you guys spend together because you just want to be there with each other. And but I think it's still super important. Like if you're just starting. Off, like if you're just starting to make friends with this person, it's super important to do something that you have common interests in, or else that person probably wouldn't be interested in just hanging out at a cafe with you, talking for the whole afternoon. Because, like for starters, you don't know what to start talking about, and it's just I I think overall for me personally, it would just be harder to find common interests just by sitting in a cafe talking to each other. I mean, I feel like it's like. You need to have a common interest, and then you go to a cafe. Yeah, you gotta find that common interest first. But I don't know; it doesn't have to be that way, though. Yeah, that's true. Because like there are a million ways to start a friendship, but I just feel like a better way, sort of, is to actually know this person a little bit before you guys start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Anyways, now that we've started a friendship, let's end it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's end it. I think it is quite interesting because we don't really end friendships.、Um, we end relationships. It's clear. Really, is it though? <laughs> we were on a break. Okay.、Um, they're obviously on a break, but like it is just clear that you can say to someone, "We're ending this relationship. We're not gonna see each other anymore," because there is a thing like we are in a relationship. But for friends, we don't really say we are in a friendship. And today, I think I'm done with you. You are so toxic. I'm gonna end this. We don't really do that. And for most people, we just kind of, you know, fade out of each other's life. I feel like that is how most friendship ends.、Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really end there. You know,、mm-hmm. if you start talking to each other again, you could be friends again. Reheat. Yeah. That yeah. friendship. But but I feel like. Most of the time, it wouldn't just like it just wouldn't work. Like people say, you grow out of a friend, and I feel like it is true sometimes、mm-hmm. that you just don't feel like you're in the same place anymore. Yeah. And sure, you guys can still talk about like what happened before. You guys can stay normal friends or like just people you know, acquaintances. But like, is it necessary to hang on to those friendships? So I was reading this article on the Atlantic. It's called "It's Your Friends Who Break Your Heart," and I think it's very fascinating. I sent this article to Isabella. She read、mm-hmm. it. It's very long, to be clear. But I think it's really touching. I, I think, I think it's a. I don't quite remember what the article was talking about, but I remember like I felt understood, and this article really helps you. I don't know, understand why friendships end and. Really gives you, it's like when you don't know how to name an emotion, and this article is able to help you identify and tell you why, sort of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, to when you just said like you grow out of a friendship, I think this is 
the same with all people like even in relationships and stuff you it's like meeting the right person at the right time and some people like maybe you've met a friend at the right time but that time doesn't last forever like it's the same as like a love relationship like when it ends and you're ready to move on to a new phase in your life and your friend isn't able to move along with you to your newer phase that is the time for you to end the friendship like it doesn't yeah like you said it doesn't like end like oh we're dumping friends i'm gone bye but it's more of like a small fade out and some friends do get to rekindle their friendships but some just don't and i think it's important that when you can't go back into that friendship that you keep what you had and you don't want to force anyone back into this friendship or else it's just gonna kind of kill what you had yeah let it stay in the memories is what you're trying to say right yeah that's so sad though i mean it's fine i really like this article and how it started um because it's saying that we don't really have a script for ending friendships and Mm -hmm. in this article it talks about how a friend how two people are originally very good friends and then they kind of just fade out and not talk anymore Mm -hmm. and it really hits me um when the author is talking about how sometimes you know people get caught up in their family and in their work and they just kind of forget to treat their friends and um in a way they just fade out of their lives and you know you don't really have any friends in life anymore and when you're at an older age you just you just start looking back and thinking about, oh, um, who actually is my friend, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, why don't I have those type of relationship in life anymore? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes just th- there are just more important things that get caught up, that you get caught up in life. But friends are actually, like, super important, and it's not until you lose them that you realize that. Like, so maybe you're just, like, moving to a... I, I think it's... Friendships are really very similar to love relationships. Like maybe you're best friends with this person and uh, and you move out of the country and this relationship becomes a long distance thing. And it's very much similar to long distance love relationships because you would still have to keep up with this person and try to communicate with them. And it's really easy to get lost in communication when you are not in the same place with the same time zone or anything. So yeah, it's really easy. I think long distance is just such a hard thing to do in general because you have to tell them about what's happening in your life and still care for them for what's happening in their life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. And for friendships, you know, people just start looking for someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you kind of just fade out because there is no, like, you can't really talk every day. Yeah. And you yeah. all got your own lives going on mm-hmm. so i i would say like things would just fade out mm-hmm. but how much of that should we let go i think it's the balance that we're you know that mm-hmm. we need to know like should we just let everyone go and find new friends and new life or are there things that are worth keeping i don't know that's such a good question <laughs> i feel like this is ultimately what the article is saying in a way Uh Uh like sometimes should we keep some of our friendships instead of just ending them 
mm-hmm. and that sometimes we should look deeper into our friendships than mm-hmm. we actually think, like more than casual. And I, I think the question that you just posed here is a question that everyone should be thinking about. Like, there is no right or wrong answers to this. And it really depends between person and what type of relationship that you have with with each person in your life. And I think overall, it's just really how you decide to keep going with this friendship and how well you guys communicate. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think this puts a great note to end this episode. And next week, we will talk about dating apps. Thank you for listening to this episode. We will upload a new episode every Thursday. Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast. You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank Thank you and bye. bye!